0: welcome to the bravo papers a safe space for all us bravo fans who love to analyze deconstruct and talk about our favorite bravo shows ad nauseum there's no such thing as overanalyzing or reading too much into your favorite bravo shows and bravo liberties here so join me bravo and botox as i find the depth amongst the shallow Welcome to the Bravo Papers, Bravo Weekly News. We got some stuff today. Um, Okay, let me just get my notes here. You know, this week has been weird. There's like, I don't know, it's like the week of rumors. I just feel like there's stuff being said without you know, evidence and a lot of kind of word on the street stuff, you know, that being said, I'm still going to tell it to all of you. Um, And before we get into that, please rate, review, and subscribe. I'm on YouTube, Twitter slash X. (laughs) Um, I'm on Instagram, of course, and please join my Patreon. $5 a month gets you four extra podcasts a month, Best deal on the internet, if you ask me. Best deal in the whole world, if you ask me. But I may be slightly biased, but that's okay. That's what this is all about. Bravo news with a slight bias. Okay. (laughs) So today on, or sorry, on this week's Patreon, I'm going to be doing a little investigation into Mr. Anthony Lopez, Nicole's... Husband-to-be, fiance, whatever you want to call him from Real Housewives of Miami. And talking, I don't know, I've got questions. I've got questions about the money and how he's living, in my opinion, a, I don't know, crazy high lifestyle for a lawyer. Not the first time we've seen something suspicious, but like this. But anyways, um, so those are the kind of topics I get into. I mean, that's not the only thing I'll be talking about on this week's Patreon. Um, however, you know, each week I just kind of talk about what whatever topics on my mind. OK, and we have a great time over there. You can comment, you know, we discuss, I have a chance to, you know, reply and see all the comments Unlike on, on Instagram where, you know, I get a lot of comments on posts, obviously on my uh, Bravo and Botox. So it's not always possible for me to respond to everyone's DMs and comments. I try, but I can't always. Um, so come on over again, $5 a month, four extra podcasts a month. All right, let's get into it. Today is Monday, November 20th. We are getting towards, you know, the end of November, almost Christmas season. Um, I think this week is American Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving to all my American followers, listeners, and friends. Hope you have a fabulous week and that you enjoy some delicious food, family, and some Black Friday shopping, which I will also be taking part in. And maybe we will also get something else for Thanksgiving, which might be a cash shakeup on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So, okay. I don't know. I feel like these rumors came out of nowhere, but it was like all of a sudden, rumors of cash shakeups on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't know whose voice that is. I just made it up. It's like some random news anchor, but listen... I, nothing is confirmed, okay? So we don't know if any of this is true, but this is really where it started, okay? It started with uh, Drew and Sonia taking their, like, Bravo RHOA stuff out of their profiles. So it could mean something, yes, it could also mean nothing. Like it really could mean nothing. Um, because we've had this happen before. I wish I could remember the example, but there was an example. It was, it was, I think it was just this year or maybe 2022 of someone who took it out of their bio and everyone was like, oh, that means they're off the show. And, and it didn't mean that they ended up still being on the show. I wish I could remember because it would really help me here. But anyways, the point, if you remember, send me a DM, let me know. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean Drew and Sonia are fired. Okay. Now it is, is it, you know, sus as the youngins would say? Yes, it is because you know that gets them followers oh i just hit my elbow on the desk that gets them followers that gets them clout or whatever again i'm using all the uh the younger people lines i like to say that because i'm turning 40 soon anyways um (laughs) so we don't know it's not confirmed but everyone is going nuts online mostly on twitter like, that is all I am seeing on my Twitter feed. I mean, granted, I my Twitter feed is like, bravo, bravo, bravo. But, you know, people are saying that. And then there's a lot of jokes out there about about it. Oh, my God. I saw one where somebody was like, oh, my God, Sonia got pregnant again for nothing. <laughs> Which, like, that's kind of rude. But uh, it's funny. I'm sorry. It's funny. Um, so we'll see. I... I am not one who thinks that Real Housewives of Atlanta needs an overhaul or a reboot. I don't like this, like, oh, because of Real Housewives of New York, we need, like, to reboot all these shows. That's not... I don't come from that camp. I enjoy OGs, etc. I get it when you have a case like Ramona. I understand that situation. However, I, you know, and I do get why they rebooted Roni. I don't think that's needed for Atlanta or really any of the other shows, in my opinion. Um, So, yeah, I'm not feeling that. I could see... I don't know. I could see, like, Kenya, Marlo, um, Candy, staying, and then, like, Portia coming back would be amazing... And then some newbies who are actually friends with these girls would be great. Um, Or at least like a newbie who has like a high status so that Kenya, Candy, etc. would give a shit what that person thinks. Because if you bring in someone who's like a newbie like Courtney, like no one gave a shit about Courtney, So when Courtney would, like, come after Kenya or someone, like, they weren't even gonna try to give her the time of day or to, like, you know, to do a good read or whatever because they just, like, they didn't have respect for her. And I don't blame them. I didn't have respect for her either. Anyways, so it's, like, we've got to find people that, I don't know, are just, just can, like, at least have some kind of status already, so that they have respect right away. The other thing that I think would be a good idea is have them come in with no guarantee of being full-time. It used to be on these shows that you had to, you know, prove yourself, right? And then you would get like a full-time status. Like when Kenya and Portia started and and Kenya talked about this, I think it was on the Carlos King podcast. She said that, you know, that scene, and this is, like, one of the best scenes in all of Housewives, not just Atlanta, ever, when, or, like, for newbies. It's one of the best newbie scenes. It was uh, Kenya and Portia's first season where they are at, like, whatever, Portia's fundraising event, and she calls Kenya Miss, oh, God, is it Miss America? Yes, she calls her Miss America instead of um, Miss United States or whatever. And... You know, Kenya gets all offended and she leaves and she's complaining that she's cold and all that stuff. And then later it leads to like fights. Like that was all done without either of those women having full time contracts. Now, I'm not saying like we need it needs to be like the Hunger Games and where like they're not getting any rights or like some decent pay. You can still have them not have a full time contract and have decent pay and get paid for all the scenes that they appear in. But You know, I I think sometimes, like, people get full-time right away, and I don't know. I don't know if it needs to be like that. I just don't. Okay, so that's your word on the street news for Atlanta. Again, none of this is confirmed, so we'll see. Okay, continuing on with unconfirmed news. Crystal was on Sheena's podcast, and they had, like, this whole discussion. I don't know. This annoyed me. They had this whole discussion about how, you know, some of the other Bravo lebs were so rude, like, to each other or fans or whatever. But they won't name them. And this is Crystal's second time. Like, she was on another interview on, like, I don't know, some Entertainment Tonight type show. Maybe it was Entertainment Tonight. And she was saying that, like, some people from Roni were rude, new and old, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm hearing, like, so many stories about Bravo, liberties saying this person's rude, that person's rude, or someone was rude. Sorry, not this person, that person, someone. But then they won't say who. Okay, so then shut up. If you're not going to tell us who it is, then shut up about it because it does nothing. All it does is have everyone in a tizzy guessing and everyone speculating. And that's it. And I don't know, like, I'm not going to take Crystal and Sheena's point of view about this. Like, I, I'll listen to fans, which is the reason why I talked about Chanel Ion, people saying that, because that was fans saying that. I got a lot of people in my DMs about that, by the way. Like, I put up, it wasn't from me, it was from Reddit, but I put up a story from Reddit that where a fan said that Chanel Ion was rude and that she was only taking pictures with people if they bought her product. I got a lot of DMs about that. But it was a split right down the middle. Half of the people were like and and there was and I'm not talking about like half as in like oh there're only five people DM me. I think it was I counted about 20 because I hate when people are like I got so many DMs and then you find out it was like five. So it was about 20, which isn't like a crazy amount but It's still something. Considering this Reddit post was based on like one person's account. So this was about 20 people. And I would say it was almost exactly split. Half of them were like, no, 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 she was so nice. I took pictures with her. She was this, da da da. Then I had a few people who were like, she was really nice, but I did have to buy a makeup product. However, she was super friendly. Then I had uh, like, 8 or 9 people say no 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 she was rude af. So I'm done with the topic about whether she was rude or not cuz I here's the thing rudeness is somewhat subjective like it's also somewhat based on like a moment in time with context that is needed. So who knows maybe Chanel was busy with something and some annoying fan is like, can you, and maybe she gave them a little bit of attitude because they're interrupting. Like, we don't know. Like, we're just trusting that all the people, all the fans are being respectful and not rude, and we don't know. Maybe they're being annoying. She's still a human. She's allowed to get annoyed with people. Or maybe she's rude. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so I'm just telling you what was told to me In my dms and what people on reddit said okay but i will say i got just as many people who said she was lovely as many people who said she was rude so i would take it with a grain of salt just like i'm gonna take crystal with a grain of salt because olivia from southern charm said crystal was rude and i'm gonna believe to be honest i would believe olivia over crystal for one reason crystal is of a higher status in the bravo world and I've heard, and I still don't necessarily believe Olivia. (laughs) I'm just saying, just say I had to, had to. Okay. For some reason, it's a life and death situation. Bravo and Botox must make a decision. Okay. Here's my decision. I'll go with Olivia only because Olivia is on a less uh, popular show. So, and she's a newer Bravo celebrity. So I could see Crystal not giving Olivia the time of day because it's like, who's this girl? You just got here. You've only been on for like two seasons or a few seasons or whatever. And Crystal being like, I'm on the highest rated Housewives show. Everyone knows Beverly Hills. Not that Southern Charm is not a big show. It's a big show. Don't get me wrong. But it's not pulling the ratings that Housewives of Beverly Hills is. So... I don't know. Do I think Crystal would would give that, would be rude to, like, one of the cast members of Vanderpump Rules right now? Not right now, she wouldn't. She's not going to be giving attitude to Ariana. Like, I think there's a bit of a pecking order. And let's be honest, like, there is in any workplace environment. Let's all just be honest about that. There's also cliques. People like certain people and don't like others. So, like, I don't even know, like, you know, Olivia might have also just took it wrong. Maybe Crystal was having a moment. Like, I don't know. We all have moments, I think. So anyways, I'm just kind of like with this rude thing and this like word of mouth, I'm kind of getting annoyed with it because I just feel like I'm getting more annoyed not with fans. Fans, I think, should speak out and be like, you know, this one was rude. But I'm getting annoyed with Bravo liberties doing it. If you're gonna do it, name them. Have some guts and name them. That's my opinion. If you've got something to say, say it. Like, I respect more, like, you know, people have... Okay, so people talked about Shep. I guess it was Andy who brought it up. Yeah, call him out. <laughs> okay, call him out. Then he can defend himself. Okay, Amanda kind of called out Lindsay, saying Lindsay was rude to fans, and she defended herself. Like, it gives the person at least a chance to say, you know what? Something happened, whatever, I was busy, they approached me at a bad moment. Like, it gives the person a chance to defend themselves instead of having all of us guessing. Or if you don't want to call people out, that's okay too. Then just say nothing. Because otherwise, it's useless. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know why that rant just came out of nowhere. Okay. um, A little happy news to break all this up. Monica from Family Karma is engaged. This just... I just saw this this morning. So, this, like, just happened. Um, I'm... I'm... Uh, what's it called? Recording on Sunday, even though this is released on Monday. However... Um, I saw it on Instagram this morning and I was like, wow, you know what? I'm happy for her. I know that not everyone was super trusting of Rish, um, her fiance, including me. However, you know, this is what she wanted. She seems happy. I hope that they're happy together. And I shared her post um, and she replied with like a crying happy face emoji and hearts. So for, I guess, back for me, to me for sharing it and also because she's excited. So yeah, I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy for her. Anyways, all good. So that is one thing. And if he ends up being trash, then, you know, she'll figure it out. That's part of life and she'll be okay. She's a grown woman. All right. Let's talk about. I just wanted to kind of break up the more annoying news with something positive. Okay. So Cy De Silva was on the Juicy Scoop podcast. And There's like this clip about her talking, finally addressing the rumors, the rumors about uh, her husband and her and when they got married, all that kind of stuff. Now, the only addressing of it she's done so far is like, oh boy, math, the math is not mathing and like saying stupid things like that on social media. However, um, she finally addresses it in a real way, quote unquote, real it is still shaky at best, okay? So I still think there's lies happening. Some is true because I, I, you know, did some research, but some is not true. Okay, so let's break it down here. This all started because the Bravo website said that she got married in 2009. People pulled up her marriage license, which says that she's been married since 2017. Okay. Now, this... Now, you can say, okay, maybe it was just an error on the Bravo website, or maybe she meant to say we were together since 2009. I could buy that. However, there are multiple press stories including from like life and style hollywood life like um et and stuff that talk about them being together since 2009 including one and this is like where it gets the most suspect one where it said when did si and david craig get married the couple celebrated their 14th wedding anniversary in June 2023 after they tied the knot in a private ceremony in 2009. Like where are they getting this very precise information from? Like that sounds like a deliberate lie. And this is in multiple publications and magazines. And not all of them talk about the private ceremony in 2009. Only Life and Style did. And then Hollywood Life just confirms they were married since 2009. And so, like, I something is not adding up. Okay? And then when she's asked questions on Juicy Scoop, which the questioning was not great, in my opinion. But anyways, she says... Okay. First of all, she says he was six years divorced when she met him. Okay. So they met in 2000. Okay. They've been together for 14 years. So they must have met at like, let's assume 2008 or seven. So he must have already been divorced since like 2000. Okay. All this could be solved if we could see some divorce records. He's Canadian not going to lie, I tried to look up his divorce records, but, you know, I'd have to, like, put my credit card in and stuff, and I didn't want to do that. But if anyone out there does it, let me know. Um, (laughs) And I didn't even have, like, a guarantee that I would get it. So, so they got married after she had her second child, her son, who was three months old when they got married. Okay. So that means, so basically what she confirms is that They have been married since 2017. So 2017 is the real date. That's what she's now going with. Even though she did, clearly that information was given to press, etc. You know, that she was married since 2009. Okay. And then there was the other thing. Uh, What was the other thing? Oh, yeah, from her vlog, a Q&A from 2021, she says she and David have only been married for four years. Okay, so again, 2017 day confirmed, but together for a total of 13. So 2008 start. And then again, on the vlog says they didn't marry after uh, until the birth of their second child. Okay, so all this is fine, but it's just like, it's a big date to get wrong. That's the thing. Like, you're giving your marriage information to the Bravo website and to other press outlets. I just, it's hard for me to wrap my head around. Like, I'm married and, you know, and I'd been with my husband a lot longer than we're, like, we worked together for seven years before we got married. I would never mix up those dates. Like those dates are so far apart and I just never would mix them up. I don't know. I just, if I was doing something like this, especially like I'm giving my info to public sources, magazines, Bravo TV dot, like it's just weird. I don't know. There's something off about it. So, and again, maybe it was just a mistake about the marriage license, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Clearly, they have been together since 2017. She confirmed that in the vlog. She confirmed it in the interview. I believe her. And I also believe that they've been together since 2008 or 2009 or whatever it was. Now, here's the one thing that I don't believe her about. So yes, I think they've been together since then. Do I think that maybe they're, they've been officially together since then, but do I think that their relationship started before that? 2008? Perhaps, you know, a little bit when he was married, etc. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. But again, I don't know as fact. I do think that she's giving dates that are convenient and that are going to make it look like there was no overlap. And I bet you there was some overlap. I'm not saying it was a lot, but I think there was some overlap. (laughs) So then she gets asked questions about how they met. She says they met at a swim up bar on vacation in Costa Rica and that he's Canadian. So you know, she's asked like, okay, so basically the host says like, did you meet him when he was married? That you worked for him? He owned a bar, you had an affair. And she's like, no, we met at a swim up bar on vacation in Costa Rica. She never says though that she never worked at his bar, that he didn't own a business. Like she doesn't say any of that. She kind of like dances around it. Um, she just, you know, says they're so off base. People can do their research, do the math, um, you know, and like no one said necessarily that, okay, so they, people, I guess, did say that maybe she met him working at his bar, but then I've also heard that people just said she met him at a bar and he was a bar owner. So I don't know. Um, Her denial of this is that basically when she met him, she goes, he, uh," and then she cuts herself off. But it sounded like she was about to say he owned. She goes, no, when I met him, he uh," lived in Canada and he didn't move to New York City until their second child was born. But I lived in Canada for about a year and a half. Okay. So So this is the part I was confused about. I'm like, so is she saying that she moved to Canada for a year and a half so that they could, you know, have a relationship or did they meet in Canada and he owned a bar or business in Canada and then moved to the U.S. and maybe also owned businesses overseas? Like, I don't know. It's just like her saying she lived in Canada for a while. And that he didn't move to New York City until their second child was born, but she lived in Canada for a year and a half. Okay, so, so you both met in Costa Rica at a swim-up bar, and you he's from Canada, and you happen to be living in Canada at that time, or you moved to Canada for him. Like, she doesn't give those details, which would be helpful. So that remains to be seen. Then she says, well, how's he? you know, and none of it makes sense because how's he supposed to own a bar in New York City? He was Canadian. He didn't have a green card or citizenship. You can absolutely own a business or work in the U.S. without a green card or citizenship. It, you can't in every situation before people come at me, but in some situations you can. Okay. I looked it up and, you know, there was a Reddit thread about this and there was lots of people discussing the fact that they are no Canadians who own businesses overseas, you know, you can do it. Okay. Um, and that, you know, he owned a marketing company. That's the one that they sold. Um, anyways, it's, it's, it remains to be clear. Anyways, she says that he lived in Montreal at the time, and then he would travel down to New York city to be with her for one week on one week off. So again, I'm like, does that, if she was living in Canada for a year and a half, why did she all of a sudden move to New York City and do this one week on, one week off thing? Maybe, I guess maybe she just wanted to live in New York and didn't want to stay in Canada anymore. I don't know. Maybe she moved down to New York and waited for him while he finalized his divorce and got all that shit settled. That I could see. (laughs) Um, she said they didn't live together until he was a full-time New Yorker in in 2016 when their daughter was three and they were probably pregnant with their first son. Okay. So, again, like, there's some holes in that story. Like, she says it like it's so obvious and easy to understand, but she doesn't explain it well at all. That's first of all. And second of all, when she's asked, like, direct questions she kind of dances around it like she doesn't say like no or yes to a lot of questions instead she's like yeah but how could he you know because you know he wasn't a citizenship and da-da-da. how could he own a bar instead of just saying no you know and no one said okay here's the other thing maybe he owned the bar in Canada I don't like It wasn't... I didn't think for sure he owned the bar in New York. And then she's saying she lived in Canada for a year and a half. So did you work at his bar in Canada? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. There's just a lot of questions. That's all I'm saying. And the answers could be that he got divorced and hooked up with her. But the answer could also be that he was married and he left his wife for her. Those are both possible. (laughs) I'm leaning towards uh, the second option Okay, so enough about Cy. I, You know, I do want her to come back on the show now because of this Like, I want to know more I want her to have to answer to it And if these New York ladies will actually do their job They will push Just like I think Cy should push at Bryn. What's your job? What do you do? At the reunion, Sai straight up was like, I don't know what you do. And they've been friends for even before they were on the show. Like, these ladies have some questions to answer. So let's, you know, if they want to be housewives, let's go. This is part of it. All right, let's talk about Kyle, Miss Kyle Richards, who was on Bravo's Hot Mic podcast. Um, You know, there wasn't anything that I was, like, super surprised about or that I thought was, like, you know really crazy or anything. Um, but I'll just go through, like, the things that I thought were, I don't know, the most interesting. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. She said she considers the crew her family. Um, and that was part of the reason that her and Kathy got into a fight in season 11, because she said, these people are my family, don't forget that, because the crew, according to Kyle, had been there for her when Kathy wasn't, and Kathy didn't like that, which I I can kind of see both sides of that. Like, I lean a little bit more towards, like, Kathy's side in the sense of, like, Kathy might be like, these are people that they work In a way, like, they don't work for Kyle, but in a way they work with her and she's the talent, quote unquote, and seemingly, in a way, they have to manage her. So I can understand her being like, listen, these people, if you get fired next week, you know, these people are going to keep moving on with whoever the new cast is and not give a shit. Like, I could see Kathy being like, family is blood but people have different perspectives about that. Um, Okay. She clarifies she's not an uncredited producer of the show. Um, Let's see. She thought that after the season 12 reunion, her and Kathy were going to be done for good. Um, But she says they're good now, but she's nervous because she might've said things during season 13 filming that she might regret or that could damage their relationship again because they weren't good at that time. Um, She said all this stuff, nothing that she's done with Mauricio, it's not a lie. Um, She wouldn't put her family through that for relevancy, and she doesn't feel the need to give the details of what went wrong in her marriage. Okay, here's where she kind of loses me. It's like, you, that's great. I'm so glad, Kyle, that you don't feel the need to give any details. Okay, so then get off the show. Like, enough with this. Like, we got so much details about... Like, I get it. We can't force people to share every nitty-gritty detail. But can you give us a little... Just like a couple things... Because she's not, it's not that she's not giving details. Like, details is like, oh, Mauricio cheated, and I walked in, and he was naked, and then I saw this, and then the girl said this and screamed at me, and then blah, like, that would be details. But you can still say, my husband has not been faithful. You don't have to give us every nitty-gritty detail, like how many women, exactly when, where, etc. But something, because what she's giving us right now is lies we're growing apart he's a homebody or he wants to go out i'm a homebody all that's bullshit in my opinion so like it's not the the lack of details kyle it's the like unwillingness to give on a reality show um okay what else she said she did not watch. We know she didn't watch the rest of season 12 after Garcelle's birthday because of all the Kathy stuff, but she says she is going to be watching this season. I'm going to be honest. There wasn't really anything else that was like that exciting besides this stuff. Um, but, you know, if you're just interested in like kind of behind the scenes stuff, like she talks about um, she wanted to quit after Amsterdam, things like that, you know, maybe check it out. But I didn't think there was anything that groundbreaking in terms of, you know, things about Kyle and Mauricio, because again, Kyle's not sharing that much. Like, we're not going to get what we got from Ariana and that cast in terms of, like, details, etc., because that cast is just very well trained, and, you know, they've kind of started from, like, a bottom standpoint in that they're, like, servers. (laughs) They were servers and rose up, so they're sort of, like, this show, like... I don't know. I feel like they're more like we got nothing to lose. Whereas some of these women on Housewives who come from a more like higher status and have like social circles and charities, like I think they're a little bit more "Mm," with their image. So that could be why. That being said, I'm still annoyed and I wish she would share like a little bit. Come on. Maybe over time, I guess we'll see. Um, So Lenny's mistress from Real Housewives of Miami, did an interview with Up and Adam Live, and it was shelved. However, she decided to release it, and there's three parts. You can go to her Instagram. She pinned them to the top of her Instagram feed, and she's deleting negative comments, Or and now I think has the comments limited. Now, the host of Up and Adam Live says that he Isn't 100% sure how she got the footage, but thinks maybe, like, it could be the videographer got it and gave it to her, etc. Basically, the story goes that he did the interview, he regretted it, and he decided to just never release it. She wants it released, though, clearly, because I think she thinks it makes her look good. Maybe he was like, okay, I don't want to do this to Lisa. I'm not sure. But the point is that it's now released um which is pretty wild. The interview is really like just her kind of trying to make herself look better, revamp her image, you know, I'm not the mistress. Um you know, we didn't have this like long affair. Like she's just trying to kind of make it sound like he broke up with Lisa and then went with her. Like it's a very damage control Um, you know, she just says like over and over again, things like, I know my truth and I'm a good person. You know, she doesn't feel the need to defend herself. Well, clearly you do because you posted this video. Um, but she never really like gives a lot of detail in terms of what the truth is. Like that would be nice. Um, she does say that she met Lenny while he was married. But, like, is very, like, mm, about the timeline. Like, she doesn't really give specifics. Um, but she implies that he was far along in the separation process. Um, okay. So she doesn't really acknowledge. Like, she just is sort of like, oh, we ran in the same circle like her and Lenny. Um, she does talk about having taken photographs, uh, um, in Lisa's Bentley. She said she doesn't know, didn't know it was Lisa's, um, you know, and and asked Lenny about it. And he even, like, pro- showed her proof that it wasn't Lisa's. Um, she does call Lenny's house hers <laughs> in the video. Okay. Um... She's asked about her last marriage because she knows that she or we know that she was married to like a diplomat before, but she refuses to really talk about it because he's not here to defend himself. However, she didn't, you know, have any problem saying that her separation kind of went on for so long because her ex was, you know, trying to escape being served papers Um, She claimed she had to hire a private investigator to serve him papers, so I don't know what's going on with the ex. That I don't even care about. Um, All in all, you know, the interview, I would say, is not really groundbreaking. Like, again, like Kyle's interview, there's nothing in it that I think is that relevant. Not that it's not relevant, but there's just... It's just this very, like, vague runaround interview, and she doesn't really give any details or accurate or truthful-seeming timelines, and it seems like she just wants people to believe that she's not at fault. So, anyways. That's pretty much it. I don't think this video is going to help her at all, um, because, I, you know, it's just like it's on tape. Lenny saying that he's having an affair is on tape. I don't think you can beat that. She does kind of try to imply as well in the video that, like, basically it's like editing and this show tells a story. Like, she kind of tries to blame the show, but there's no amount of editing that can create what Lenny said in that hot mic moment. Sorry. That hot mic moment is the hot mic moment. So... We got to go with that. Sorry. So the mistress remains a mistress. Um, In other news, there's been a lot of talk about, like, Lisa Barlow and her son and how he's, like, no longer going on his mission. Okay, so Lisa Barlow says he is going on the mission and that there's a lot of issues with visas and paperwork and that he is absolutely going and, you know, that people shouldn't believe the you know, rumors that have been spreading around. Because basically someone saw him. I can't remember where it was. Somewhere in the US, like in like a Target or something. And he was shopping and they're like, oh, there's, Len- there's uh, sorry, Lisa's son, <laughs> you know, not on his mission or not in Colombia. Um, but then, you know, I had a lot of people who live in Utah or are Mormon who messaged me as well to be like, no, this is normal. There's often like a holding place or a place where you have to go while you're waiting for the paperwork, visas, etc. So I don't know. This doesn't seem like there's anything secretive or, I don't know, that there's necessarily a lie happening. Would I be surprised if, if maybe like during this waiting time he changes his mind? No, I wouldn't be surprised but i also you know see it seems that the overwhelming consensus is that this is the norm that things do get held up and that this stuff does happen um in other news it seems like katherine dennis has been identified as a suspect in the hit and run incident near an elementary school um So we know that her car or a car that was registered to her ownership um, basically had hit the, a man who worked at the school. I think it was a crossing guard, maybe something like that. However, we didn't know if she was the driver yet, but she's been identified as a suspect. So it's not looking good. Catherine needs to really get some serious help. Like, she has had ongoing issues with addiction and just a lot of stuff. She really needs to get some help. That's all I can say, especially if this turns out to be her. This is not going to help. Um, so a bunch of people in other news still went on their trip that was supposed to be Carl and Lindsay's wedding. <laughs> So, Kyle, Sheena, um, Gabby, Carl's mom, all went to Mexico. I guess, you know, I don't blame them. I don't think it was like, F you, Lindsay, or anything like that. Because Lindsay posted like a picture of flowers that Gabby sent her and was like, thank you, whatever. I think it's just like, we paid for it. We couldn't get our money back. Let's go on a trip. I get it. Although some people were pointing out the irony of Sheena being there because Sheena was, like, trying to get Katie not to go to Mexico after Sheena uninvited her to her wedding. And, you know, Katie was like, no, I'm going to go on the trip and have fun. I've got the room. It's going to be fun. I'm going to get a vacation out of it. And people are like, oh, here's Sheena doing that. (laughs) Sheena probably thought, like, let me call Katie out on this. Because I'm never going to be in this situation where somebody can prove that I would have done the same thing as Katie, and here she is in the situation. Like, it is just so funny to me. So, yeah, there's that. Um, it doesn't... It seems like everything is okay. Like, it seems like Carl and Lindsay are okay with this, and this wasn't, like, a thing that was upsetting to them. I think they get it. So I don't think that's um, an issue. From what I gather. Uh, in other news... Uh, what was the other thing I wanted to say? Oh, yeah. So there's this guy from uh, F-Boy Island, Garrett uh, Moroski. I do not watch the show. However, he claims that he had a threesome with two housewives from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And that he was like bouncing on their trampoline after okay it is very weird so i'm gonna play the clip hang on
1: my buddy right here will take i tell you that I smashed two of the barely hills housewives i shook their husband's hand after wait you had a threesome with them? yeah no way yeah her and one of her friends who's also on the show midday while, yeah, in in her husband's bed, and then after that I went in the back and was jumping on a trampoline with like her kid and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it was the most ridiculous. Yeah, thing. I know exactly who you're talking about. And all of a sudden, her husband shows up, comes over, and I'm like, F- what do I do? And she's like, just say that you're like a real estate agent here, like checking out the house. And at the time, I was doing some real estate, so I was like, okay, cool. Like,
0: i just those, say those that.
1: acting classes and, paid and, off. And I was saying, like, bro, I get a text message from him. Saying I'd love to meet you. Come meet up with me in Beverly Hills. I want to chat with some business and stuff like that. Like, I might have some stuff for you. It's the first time I've ever told this story. So I go to this dinner, and I'm like, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? And he's, like, with this dude who's, like, looks like he's, like, secret service. And he's like, listen, if you ever come around my family or my kids ever again, my buddy right here will take care of
0: Okay, so that's the interview. Listen, I... I don't know who this guy is, but I'm going to be honest. I believe the story. It's too specific to not be true. <laughs> um, Someone commented, Nicole Moore Love, who I guess is like a TV host of a reality love show and some kind of, you know, person who has almost 200,000 followers. So I guess she is known, but she says that... In the comments, that she can confirm that Garrett told her the exact same story word for word, like a while ago, um, and it's you know seems true because how's he like remembering every detail verbatim? A lot of people, the guesses is that it's Car- uh, Carlton and Brandy. Other people are saying maybe Teddy and someone because Teddy has like posted pictures with or videos that she has a trampoline in the backyard. I think Carlton had a trampoline too I'm trying to remember Some people think You know, Doree. Like, I, you know, I've heard every theory Carlton and Brandy make sense Or Denise and Brandy I've also heard um, So, there you go <laughs> That's one of those ones that it's like You gotta You choose to believe it or you don't I personally just believe it, just based on the way that he tells the story. Uh, it just, it doesn't sound fake. But again, it could be. Some people are amazing liars, so you never know. Um. All right, so in other news, New Jersey news, it is being reported that Danielle Cabral shattered a glass pitcher during the New Jersey finale in another near-physical altercation with Jen Aiden. So this is from about a week ago. So I don't know what is going on. Maybe it was because last season she got a lot of criticism for, like, walking away from fights. Maybe this is why she walks away, because she knows she can't control her violence. I mean, she needs to either go back to that or maybe get off the show, because that's like twice in one season. Like, I don't know. And broken glass, not good. And it seems like it's not getting better. Okay. Another piece of news is that there is a Dumois post. And I'm going to read it to you. And it says, this real housewife who released a book over a decade ago is set to release her second while her first book was the fluff we've come to expect when bravo stars put pen to paper this memoir will be gritty and brutally honest the tell all will be centered around her struggling marriage through the years of trying to hold it together in front of the cameras i think this is kyle i don't know if it's true but kyle did release a book about like you know her she did release a book like 10 years ago and it was about like her on a re being like a reality star and like you know the reality of her life and how she does it all as like a mom and wife so and it was yeah it was like a fluff book right so yeah maybe that's why she's not telling us as much is she saving it all for the book i mean that would be annoying because she's on beverly hills and she's like the star of Beverly Hills. But anyways, I guess we'll see. So another thing that is going on, there's a lot of like little stories going on this week. Um, Allegedly, Larsa Pippin lost it uh, on Julia. So the story goes that Julia was asking Marcus, who's Larsa's boyfriend, to take pictures of her at BravoCon. I don't know why but on his phone. So he's taking these pictures on his phone because, okay, the reason I think it's his phone is because Carlos King confirmed some tea on his podcast of what he heard. Um, And I guess Julia asked Larsa if she could get the pics of her. And then I guess Larsa or Larsa saw them on his phone and she was pissed. And apparently lost it on her and was like, you know, don't ask my boyfriend to take pics of you and, you know, do your own pictures or whatever. So yeah, she was mad about that. I don't know if it's like a jealousy thing or what. I mean, I don't really think Julia is interested in Marcus. The only way I could take Lars aside on this would be if they were like, naked pics or, (laughs) like, something like that, which clearly they weren't because they she was, like, taking these at BravoCon. It wasn't, like, as far as I know, it wasn't, like, alone in a hotel room or something. Like, and I could understand if it's, like, some girl who's, like, super flirty with your boyfriend who's straight, you know, (laughs) but, like, I don't know. Like, Julia is gay and she's married to a woman. Like, I understand she's been with men in the past, so maybe she... I don't know. Maybe she's bisexual, whatever. But either way, I think it sounds like Larsa's being a little... a little jelly. Unnecessarily. So, I don't know. She seems pretty obsessed with Marcus. Like, maybe needs to, like, calm down a little bit. Um, so there's that. All right. And in our last piece of news for today... It seems that Ariana Maddox is already on the defense for the upcoming season. So we saw the season 11 trailer and someone commented on E! News posts and said, Mark my words, everyone's going to hate Ariana this season and develop a soft spot for Tom. Ariana replied and said, certainly wouldn't be surprised if the audience swings that way. I agree with her. I think the audience will swing that way. I mean, I did like a whole tangent about this on my Patreon episode about why Taylor is given such a pass by the men on Southern Charm, why there's still people out there defending Raquel and, you know, trying to cry sexism when it comes to Raquel's situation, when the real misogyny is the way that Ariana is getting hated on for being successful and for not being the quote-unquote perfect victim. So I totally agree with her. I think people are going to be coming after her big time this season. People are annoyed with her success. People are like, what, she gets to be success just because she got cheated on? Yeah. In this case, yeah, because she's on a reality show. And conflicts like this make you more popular. In real life, no, not every woman who gets cheated on gets a big success, but this is a specific situation. Anyways, I could see Ariana prepping herself for this. I mean, I think she's intelligent enough and understands that this is going to happen. So, you know, I will stay anti-Tom as best as I can, unlike others, Sheena, who will not. (laughs) All right. So, wow, that was an hour already almost. Okay. So you are now in the know for everything Bravo. And until next time, have a great week, a great Thanksgiving, all you American listeners. And we'll talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend or a hundred friends, whatever you want. You can follow me on Instagram at the Bravo Papers or for my Twitter roundups, follow at Bravo and Botox. If you'd like to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash Bravo and Botox for some much needed caffeine support. And until next time, keep overanalyzing Bravo.